everybody. My name is Andrea Malula from Twend Education for All. And here is my testimonial regarding the marketing course we did with Ms. Chulu, Africana woman. I have to say that it has opened up my eyes and really made me appreciate and understand everything that is needed in terms of marketing your product or service, branding it, advertising it using social media and and other platforms. Um, but really so the collaborative spirit that existed amongst all the participants there was truly commendable and enabled us to freely share our, our challenges and questions and tensions that we might have had as well. So thank you, Chulu, and I would recommend the course to any woman that wants to further market her brand, her services, products, and really penetrate the Zambia regional and global market. You're going to get a deep insight into how to do it with an expert that has a passion for it all. Thank you, Chulu, and thank you, Africana woman. Thank you, Andrea. Sis, the doors are open to enroll in our rebirth course. As you heard from Andrea, this course helps you level up your personal or business brand. It is an online course, and this means that it doesn't matter where you are in the world, you can benefit from this experience. So for eight weeks, you will have live hands-on training, and it means you will not be sent a video to watch on your own, but you will have access to me directly to ask clarifying or personalized questions there and then. You will learn the BMCS framework, which is branding, marketing strategy, customer service, and social media. The best part is that you will use your brand or your business as a case study. As a result, by the end of the eight weeks, you will have a detailed strategy, a blueprint that you can immediately implement. So to find out more about our rebirth course, Go to the show notes and find the link or visit africanawoman.com. So in the Africana Woman community, we have a saying, which is know your roots, grow your purpose. purpose. I've four questions for you. Okay. I'll make it quick. Okay. Okay. So the first one, what are you rooted to? Community. Nice. Nice. And Papa was like, you know, you cannot do life alone. And I'm an immigrant in the U.S. I mean, do you want to die? You know, and I've always been big. And I think this is why you and I click, because you are a community gatherer. And I, ha- I help people find themselves plugged into community. Mm-hmm. And it's one of my super strengths, connections. I can help people get connected. So, yes, I'm big on community. Yeah. I love it. All right. Yeah. And then um, what is your favorite way to nourish your mind, your body and your soul? <laughs> spend money travels you know <laughs> uh, i love to travel a lot i make my money and i spend it and my husband and we're big travelers and i also started playing pickleball recently and as you can see my tendons are fl- i have a brace on for yeah, that's what i'm like is that because of the girl i wish i mean if you stab in his two hands right it's pickleball because i'm dominant in my right hand um but i've been playing it for the past six months and I play it almost every day. It's, I'm obsessed with the sport. I finally found a sport I can beat somebody at. So, yeah, pickleball and traveling and, of course, podcasting, you know, another thing, swimming, reading. But, yeah, travels and pickleball. Yeah, awesome. And then um, do you have a weakness that has now become a superpower? 
Yes. <laughs> Let me count the ways, but I'll tell you one classic one. Um, yes. Uh, when I was younger, training grade school, primary school, like they call it back home, um, I got in trouble a lot because I was told to keep my mouth shut that I talked too much. You know that um, fable about the emperor and um, the new clothes? The little boy that pointed at the emperor being naked, uh, I was probably that little boy in another life. Um, yeah, I always said things we didn't want to talk about. I was always, you know, I would, why are we beating around the bush? This is what this is. So I got into trouble a lot. And as you grow older, you begin to see that maybe your mouth was too big. But the same mouth right now that I'm using to have a podcast and do my research, advocate for my um, my patients that I work with, advocate for, you know, black prostate cancer survivors, um, advocate for my daughter, you know, as a legal, as a legal custodian before we became, her, you know, um, adoptive parents. So, again, for, for people who are struggling with those gifts, there's a reason God made you that way. I'm not saying you should come and say, oh, yeah, this is who I am. I cannot change. Of course, I've learned to be wise about things and, you know, not say everything at once. Maybe find a way to say them in a different way. But, you know, both be be very proud of your strengths because there's always, how like put someone that is charming, the reverse of that is their manipulative, right? But that charm can be used for something, but you don't have to always use the manipulative part of it. There are two sides to every good thing. So I'm yeah. using my mouth now to, you know, um, grow my purpose and, fight for people through everything I do and I'm glad that I finally owned it. Yes, I have a big mouth, but it's, it's helped me a lot and it's paying my bills. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Um and then the final question is uh what do you know as a certainty? God is love. You know, God is love. I and I I'm one of those um I want to call myself a cynical Christian. Because I've seen religion, especially, do a lot of horrible things to people. I've seen people manipulated by men of God. Um, and I've questioned just the essence of religion, organized religion. But I'm at a space in my life where, because I've, I've gone, I've gone, I was born in a Christian home, but I left Christianity and became, um, we can talk about that some other time. I became what you call an agnostic. I could never be an atheist because I've felt the move of the Holy Spirit in my life. So there's no way I could doubt that. I know there's God, but it was just the usefulness, the utility of God in my life. And then moving to the U.S. and being in a highly intellectual environment where God was not the center of every discussion and telling your coworkers or your colleagues that you believe in God is like akin to believing in Santa Claus. And then you start asking yourself again, what was my faith based on? For me then, it was a collective insurance under my parents' policy because I didn't have a relationship with God. And so I've had to like carve that out for myself. But God's, God's love is something that is, I'm still exploring. And even when you feel like you've dropped the ball, I've made a lot of mistakes, I've done horrible things, that his love is always certain. And he just loves us. I mean, that's hard. And a trickling down effect is, my husband being the way he is and just being loving, it's been hard to kind of accept that. Even I think that was the troubles we had in the first few years of my marriage. And I think I gave you that example of, oh, I chose you, I chose you, and I'll make fun of, you know, uh, I'm like a puppy. And and because I was abused as a child and I didn't have a good relationship with my dad growing up. And so a lot of it messed up in my mind. But having to just embrace love for what it is and knowing that we all deserve to be loved. But some of us just put a lot of... Um, barriers in place for good reasons. Our walls are up. My walls are up for the longest time. And it's been chipped chip down apart by so many things. But at the very core of it, God God loves us. I mean, and having to know what that means and being humbled by that is broken me down in many tears. And even in my ache, my aching womb by someone who's wanted to have a biological child, 
God meeting me at that moment and, 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 and almost like loving me through that moment. I don't have a full manifestation of those dreams yet because I still hope to one day carry my kids. But even as, and even still learning to know what God's love is through that, it's something that is, as a cynical Christian, it's still very hard to explain. But I know that for, for a fact that God loves me and God loves you, you listening to this. And that's the only thing I can take to the bank because everything else is just, you know, it's here today, gone tomorrow, right? But that God's love is always 100% there. That's one sense that I have.